You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. Hello and welcome back again. We are back. To the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast. I'm Ethan. And my name is Darian. And we are your hosts, your guys that you listen to for advice mm-hmm. for some reason. I guess we keep saying some nice things and people keep listening. Praise God. Sometimes. It's kind of weird. Yeah. (laughs) All glory to God if you guys find truth in this Mm because he's the source of all truth. Um, Hopefully you find truth in it. Yeah, hopefully, right? Then we're in trouble if not. Speaking of truth, this episode, we're going to be talking about something that's slightly maybe triggering in today's times. Before that, though, wait. I need to put an APB out for my missing water bottle. It is not in the video, as you can see today. Somebody stole it. It's been stolen. And so I would like it back. Did you check the boutique? Please, yes, I did it today. Please bring it back. I need it. I've been dehydrated for five days. <laughs> I have not had water. <laughs> today I had a headache for the first time in years. And I need it back. I have a headache weekly. I'm sorry. Because I don't drink water. I drink a lot of water. I don't. Saturday, 5 o'clock comes and I'm like, I don't have any water. Why like, do I feel sick? <laughs> <laughs> like last week, um, one of the weekdays, I realized like I had like probably four cups of coffee and then some juice or some tea and i was like it was like four o'clock in the afternoon i was like this is the first cup of water i've had <laughs> that's bad that's a bad time that's probably not too good <laughs> disregards it dog give me some coffee i'm thirsty <laughs> uh, but yeah so this uh episode uh i guess trigger warning although i don't think you necessarily always need trigger warnings for life trigger warning because Why? people might get offended uh, wow <laughs> we're gonna be talking about uh, prophecy, what is prophecy now, uh, false prophets, because obviously Trump is not our president right now, as so many... Um, officially, first podcast that he's not our president. Yeah, officially first podcast. So, like, obviously the results were in since November, but we wanted to wait a couple months to see if maybe there was actual fraud, if something happened. We wanted to wait. We, me, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to wait. Uh, I didn't want to... I didn't want to put out a podcast that said, look at all these false prophets. They're, they're ridiculous. And then be wrong that would Uh be embarrassing that would be embarrassing so the inauguration officially happened over the weekend it's the 21st when we're recording i think the 23rd when when you guys are listening um and so we're recording on the 25th it's the 25th (laughs) yeah yo i legit put in my notes the 21st today (laughs) (laughs) it is been a week when was the 21st not not that was like thursday last week oh my gosh 25th you're listening on the 27th okay Inauguration. Oh, maybe the yeah. inauguration was the 21st, and that's... I don't know. Tw- I don't care. Yeah, don't, it was the 21st. Don't fact It was the 21st. Or the 20th. No, it was... Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. doesn't matter. <laughs> We're talking about prophecy, Anyways. because what happened was all these charismatic uh, people out there mm-hmm. said, God told me that... Prophesied. Trump was, yeah, they prophesied. They said, God said to me, mm-hmm. Trump was going to be reelected. Mm-hmm. Like the mainstream now, voices in like the prophecy community, like the people that are considered like... Um, Prophets yeah. within um, charismaticism yeah. um, basically all came out with one voice and said, God said Trump is going to win the election. And so it kind of causes a problem for those who have the theology or the understanding of, philo- of not philosophy, of prophecy that um, we still have modern day prophets or that they operate within giftings of, mm-hmm. of prophecy. Um, I feel like these people don't operate in giftings of prophecy. I think they consider themselves prophets because I believe there's a difference in those two things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they consider themselves actual prophets, which 
is concerning, but we can talk about. <laughs> we can talk about. It in a second. Um, it's just like if you call yourself a prophet, you have to like give yourself to the standard of what prophets were back in the day before the New Testament. We can get into that right, a, right, right. later in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it, it poses a problem because if all of like say all of the major scientists in the world right said agreed on the same thing about gravity right mm-hmm. and they all like this is what gravity is and then like one day just like we all of a sudden realize like that's not what gravity is right and they're all just like real stupid you mm-hmm. know what i mean so it's kind of the same thing where like all these mainstream prophets said that this is what god is saying to us god of the universe is saying to us about like as a unified body about who's going to win the election and then they're wrong yeah, it's like, and it, it's concerning oops. because it's like now now you look questionable as a minister of the of yeah. So now it's like, how much do we trust you? Right. And two, you made God look bad. Yeah, like we know God's not wrong. Right. Like we, he didn't speak something. Apparently, wrong to you. God didn't tell you that because yeah. God can't be wrong. But then it makes the non-Christian community look at the Christian community and be like, see, Yum, you guys are just believing in a fairy tale. Yeah. Right. And so. It's like, oh, this is, we need to talk about that. Yeah. So here we are. Before we get into this any farther, do we want to talk about, like, what we believe about prophecy? Like, if yeah, we I think so. individually, our individual beliefs, even even before, like, the office of prophet and the gift right. of the prophet and stuff like that. But just if we believe that God still tells us. Right. Stuff. Yeah. So I guess I'll start with, um, okay. so in the Old Testament, prophecy was basically, well, a prophet was um, someone chosen by God to go and preach to a nation, basically repentance. Mm-hmm. A message. A, right? message. a message, yeah. And they said, like, God appeared to me and told me to tell you this, so do this. Mm. And in essence, all it was is basically they would remind the nation of Israel of mm-hmm. the covenant they had with God. A covenant is agreed upon. It's like a contract, you know? Yeah. And so they would say, you and God had this contract where you said you were going to do this. You're not keeping up your end of the bargain, and here's the consequences that are going to come because of that. Mm-hmm. You need to repent because these consequences are going to come. If you don't repent, you will have faced the consequences. Yeah. That's essentially all prophets did. Mm-hmm. Very little did they actually tell the future. Right. Isaiah do- does regarding uh, Jesus and a couple, and they always talk about Messiah, a lot of the prophets. Mm-hmm. But like 95, maybe even 98% of prophecy has been fulfilled already. Mm-hmm. And so that's there, there to know. But it also, only, and, it, and most of like around that 90-ish percent, was not actually telling the future. It was mm. just saying, hey, remember this contract you had? Keep this contract. Right. Right? And so in the Old Testament, it was basically God chose someone to remind the people of what they agreed to do. Right. And then if they, the people listened, God would forgive them. If they didn't, God would bring the, the punishment that he, that he said set. he was going to bring. Yeah, and they right. said, we agree. This punishment we'll, we'll receive. Right. Right? So that's, that's that. Um, and so in the New Testament, prophecy looks a little bit different mm-hmm. as now we have the Holy Spirit poured out on us. Mm-hmm. And so what is, and, and why are the gifts poured out? The Bible talks about, I forget exactly where I should have got this scripture down, but it says that the gifts are there for the edification of the body, Yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah. if someone's going to operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, whatever that might be, whether it's encouragement, um, exhortation, I guess it was the same thing, like preaching, mm-hmm. healing, whatever. It's for the encouragement of the body or to give testimony of the Holy Spirit yeah. at work. And so if you're going to prophesy now, it's the idea that you want to encourage the body. But what does prophecy look like now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we're going to go with the old, this is my thinking, if we're going to go with the old train of thought with prophets reminded people of the covenant they had with God, then if prophets are going to do that now, well, and I don't even believe, I don't believe the office of prophet exists. Okay. 
I think people can operate in prophecy, mm. but you are not a prophet yeah, I agree. by by office. Yeah. You are just a child of God operating through the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit for prophecy. We don't need someone to speak on behalf of God because we have the Holy Spirit. Right, right. So we agree on that point. And scripture. Yeah, <laughs> and the Bible says that. <laughs> um, but so it was, and when I think about prophet, if it's going to be a truth teller saying, hey, remember what God said, well then, and, and I think it's in Corinthians, it says that this, the testimony of Jesus is prophecy. Mm -hmm. So if you want to prophesy, you give the testimony of Jesus, which is essentially just another callback like the old prophets did. They'd say, hey, remember this covenant. We have a covenant with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so our prophecy would be like, um, hey, remember Jesus and what he did on the cross. Live by that. Mm -hmm. I would be so comfortable with saying that that's prophecy. Yeah. I think nowadays what happens with prophecy is we think that it is um, like future telling. Mm -hmm. And we look at prophecy like, like in, at least in charismatic circles, we always say like, I just prophesy over you that like God's going to reveal himself in ways that you've never seen before. Right. That's encouraging. That's good. Right. Okay, I'm down for that. But I would say that's probably not prophecy. It's probably more in a word of knowledge because prophecy has very little to do with actual future telling. Mm -hmm. There's foretelling or future telling, which or words of knowledge, mm -hmm. which would be more future telling, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm open to be wrong about this. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's semantics. It kind of bleed into both a yeah. little bit. And so yeah. maybe it's semantics, but I just think it's so funny when people say, like, I just want to, like, prophetically say this over you. Because I'm like, mm -hmm. what does that mean? Yeah. I, and I just, I don't get mad at them. I'm not like, stop talking, you heretic. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm like, eh, I'm like you're encouraging me in the, yeah. in the body of Christ. And yeah. you're using God, and you're not, I'm biblical in it. Like, encouraging the body of Christ is good. And yeah. you're saying uplifting things And there is a true. lot of prophecy that is encouraging in right. the Bible as well. And so I, when people say, I just want to prophesy, like, these blessings over you, I'm like, yeah, do it. Yeah. It's a different wording than I would choose, but mm. it's not something to get worried about or get devices, divisive over. Right. right. So I would, my definition of prophecy would be a message from a deity given to um, a messenger that is that the messenger of that deity for a people group hmm. and so, or a person. And so that's what I would say prophecy is. I would agree with you. I don't think it's foretelling all the time. I think there could be foretelling in it. I think, and this is controversial in a lot of, like, especially charismatic circles, I think prophecy can be negative and positive. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's ridiculously clear throughout all of Scripture. Um, but it seems like nowadays you offend anybody if you ever give a negative prophecy. Negative prophecy, like, not necessarily, like, wrong, but negative, like, hey, you yeah. need to change. Yeah, like, it's just not confronting someone, but, like, if my definition of prophecy is correct and it's just a message from a deity given to a person through the messenger of that deity, um, if God speaks to me um, through his word and says, if this person continues in this way of living, like he said in his word, and he's going to inherit this kind of like reward from mm -hmm. that kind of action, that's me technically prophesying over that person. Yeah. And that can be viewed as negative a lot of the time. And we kind of think, like, if you're going to give me a word now, like, it should be, like, an it encouraging be, and uplifting kind yeah. of word. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, right, what does encouraging mean? Mm -hmm. Right? It's not, doesn't, encouraging doesn't have to mean, excuse me, that you feel good. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, now I feel so happy. Yeah. Encouraging is, like, pushing you towards Christ. Yeah. And some of the most transformative things that people have said to me weren't necessarily the most happy to hear in the moment. Yeah. You know? And, Absolutely. And, and it was like saying, hey, like, I see where you're at and I want to call you higher. Right. Here you go. Right. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. Thank you. Yeah. So I also don't think the office of prophet exists. I think we can have gifting. Some people can have, like, giftings of being, like, more prophetic than other people can. 
Um, I mean, my view of spiritual gifts is that anybody can operate in any of the gifts, but that not everybody is gifted in all of those things. And I'm open to changing my mind too. Um, but I think that we all have distinct gifts that God has given us individually um, that are stronger than other people, but that if God wanted to work in me to say heal someone, even though I don't believe I have the gift of healing, that God can still do whatever he wants through yeah. me, right? Yeah, and I so, agree with that. So I think if God wanted to tell me something about the future or tell me something to encourage someone or to rebuke someone as prophecy, he could do that now. Mm -hmm. And I believe he can speak to me and I can give that to somebody, right? Yeah. I, that's my belief. And so not an office of prophet that I am a prophet, like in the Old Testament, given to like correct a nation or guide a nation um, like the Holy Spirit's supposed to do, but that just we can hear from God and speak what he yeah. says sometimes, right? Yeah, I really like how you said that. Um, like your, your wording, I really appreciated that. It's a message from a deity to an individual for another individual, basically. Mm -hmm. Which is so good because then it's like the gospel yeah. is a message from a deity mm -hmm. to, from his people to none of his people. Yeah. And so that's super awesome because like, like the scriptures say, it's a, the testimony of Jesus is prophecy. Mm -hmm. And that would be the testimony of Jesus found yeah. in scripture. So I really, I really like that. I like Thanks. that a lot. Yeah. Nice dude. Thanks, bro. Um, it's, it's very funny. Like we talked about this a little bit before the show. Like if, if we were to believe like many people do, and a lot of people that prophesied that Trump was going to win, um, that people can hold the office of prophet, like a lot of the old Testament prophets, you kind of got to be held to the same standards as the old yeah. Testament prophets. Right. Yeah. And you want to let everybody know what happened to a prophet if they got one thing wrong from the okay. Lord. So we're going to be in. Okay. So this is why we clarified the pro that we believe prophecy in the Old Testament and New Testament might be different. Mm -hmm. I think we are not supposed to necessarily follow these all the way out anymore. <laughs> yes. But there's still something to be said. Covenant. Yeah. Sure. I think there's still things that we can take from it. Uh, we're going to be in Deuteronomy 18, 20 to 22. Mm -hmm. This is the ESV. It says, this is God speaking, I'm pretty sure. Um, I would say that. I didn't read the whole chapter because I was in a lecture when I was finding this. But I'm pretty sure it's God. You can check me. <laughs> A little bee popping sound. Sorry about that. It says, but the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name, so that it is God speaking, um, that I have not commanded him to speak or who speaks in the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. And if you say in your heart, how may we know the word? How may we know that the Lord has not spoken when a prophet speaks the name of the Lord? If the word does not come to pass or come true, that is a word that the Lord has not spoken. Mm -hmm. The prophet has spoken presumptuously. You need not be afraid of him. Mm -hmm. So, biblically, under the law, under the Torah, and we say biblically, it's like you can say anything's biblical if you just want to say it's in the Bible. Right. But in the covenant of, of the Mosaic covenant, that's mm -hmm. where this is found. Mm -hmm. It means the covenant that was made with Israel on behalf of Moses or yeah. through Moses. That was the ten, or mm -hmm. ten Commandments out of Egypt. The place where the office of prophet was found. Yeah, so that, like Moses or was given. the first prophet, yeah. right? And then it, the office of prophecy came all the way to Jesus. Jesus was a prophet. And then after that, the Holy Spirit came and we all were given the gift of prophecy as the Holy Spirit wills. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, if you, if you were a prophet and you spoke on behalf of God, which mm -hmm. is what prophets or quote-unquote prophets are doing now mm -hmm. and you got it wrong one you the people were told to not be afraid and two they were told to kill you yep that's a big deal yeah like and, if, if and, you want the the like clout of calling yourself that old testament like level status of i have the office of prophet 
man, if you want that clout, like you got to take the consequences that come right. with that clout. Like be you know about I mean? it, right? Be about it. Yeah. If you want to be about it, then actually <laughs> be about it, bro. And and the thing is, like, I think it's one. I think it's a little bit arrogant when when people say, "Yeah, I'm a prophet now," because it's like, why are you doing that? Like, what Jesus says to us in the New Testament, and I think it's in John maybe 13. He says. Don't call anyone teacher. Don't call anyone father. Don't call anyone master because you have one master. You have mm-hmm. one father. You have one teacher. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus. You are all like basically brothers. Yeah. And so Jesus is like, don't worry about this position of like authority and like reigning it over each other as like this great thing. It's like just serve one another, yeah. right? And there's, so I think it's a little bit arrogant when people nowadays say, I am a prophet on behalf of the Lord. Let's say the Lord. Because one, if people listen to him, he can be, he or she can be super manipulative mm-hmm. if no, if they're not being checked. Mm. And two, it's and just historically is. Yeah. That's like cults get started that way. Yeah. And, and, and so it's problematic in that regard, but also like prophets did not have a good life. Mm. Like, oh. was it Ezekiel who, yeah, Ezekiel, God said to Ezekiel, I'm going to kill your wife and you're not allowed to cry about it. Yeah. You're not allowed to mourn. Yeah. And he did. And it was supposed to be a message to Israel. Mm. And then Isaiah, I think, oh, maybe another, I think Isaiah was told to walk around naked for three years. And I think it was Ezekiel who was supposed to, or Jeremiah was supposed to lay on his left side and eat food off a fire over poop. Like, it was like, not good lives. I think it was Jeremiah. What, what, not Jeremiah? I think it was a minor prophet, but I can't remember. Sorry. One of the, yeah, it's fine. One of those guys was like, called to cook their, their food over fire that was mm-hmm. it was it was poop on fire for that, years for years yeah maybe it was still isaiah anyways but these did not have it wasn't a luxurious life mm-hmm. and so it's not like something to be a spy like yeah i want to be a prophet yeah. it's like i don't think you understand You're gonna i don't think yeah. you understand what you what you mean yeah god's gonna do a lot of stuff in your life to symbolize what's gonna happen to a right. nation like he will probably 100 he'll take you your word but all right you want to do it i will use you yeah but it won't probably be easy yeah. You know, and so there's something to be said about that where I think that you need to have some understanding of how serious it is to say you're in the office of prophet. Mm-hmm. And then and then to get it wrong, it's like, so nowadays, how do we respond to that, would you say? Yeah. So so this says someone should die. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're in a different covenant now. Right. What do you think the response of the body of Christ is to people who... Actually, actually, I want to I get to there later, but I want to look at some scriptures first. Mm-hmm. What I want to get to eventually is how do we respond to mm-hmm. false prophecy now? Yeah. Because we're not going to kill them. Right. Right. But before we get there, I want to read a few more scriptures. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay. So the first one is a little, it's one verse. It's short. Ezekiel 13, 8. Uh, it says, Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have uttered falsehood and seen lying visions, therefore, behold, I am against you, declares the Lord God. Um, and then Jeremiah 23, this is 26 all the way to 32. And it says, so it's a little, it's a long one. So bear with me, but it says, how long shall there be lies in the hearts of the prophets who prophesy lies and who prophesy the deceit of their own hearts, who think to make my people forget my name by their dreams and that they tell, they tell one another, even as their fathers forgot, uh, forgot my name for Baal. Let the prophet who has a dream tell the dream, but let him who has my word speak my word faithfully. What has straw in common with the wheat, declares the Lord. Not my word, is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks rock in pieces. Therefore, behold, I'm against the prophets, declares the Lord, who steal up, who steal my words from one another. Behold, mm-hmm. I'm against the prophets, declares the Lord, who use their tongue and declare, declare, declares the Lord. Behold, I am against those who prophesy lying dreams, declares the Lord, and who tell them and lead my people astray by their mm-hmm. lies and their recklessness. When I did not send them or charge them, so they do not profit this people at all, declares the Lord. Hmm. Strong words. Yeah, so, so God. God is like really mad. Yeah. 
when people prophesy falsehood. Right. It's like a big deal to him. Yeah. And so that's why we want to talk about here because if it's a big deal to God, we want to make sure yeah. we're not either entering into it ourselves and that we are like being aware of it, you mm-hmm. know? And we're told this, like Jesus says in Matthew 7, 4, 15, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Yeah. And so there's pro- false prophets out there. Yeah, like we were absolutely. told every almost every book in the New Testament talks about false prophets and right. warns against them. And right. so like first John says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits mm-hmm. to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. Mm-hmm. And again Matthew twenty four eleven says, And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. Yeah. Right? And so there's a lot of warning in the New Testament about false prophets. And I think we need to look at that warning and take it seriously, right? Mm-hmm. And so with regards to these, all these prophecies that were made about Trump being president, mm. and obviously it's not true, what is our response then as Christians? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, before even our response as Christians, um, I mean, I guess this is part of our response, but even I don't, like, I don't consider myself um, having the office of the prophet, and obviously these verses that you read are about people who have the office of prophet or... <clears throat> are faking to have the office of prophet, right? And these words are so harsh towards these people that are pretending to speak on behalf of God. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes me wary to ever, like, say, not to ever say, but it makes me very aware of when God is actually speaking to me and when he's not speaking to me and when I need to share that with someone. Because mm-hmm. it's so easy, sort of, in, like, charismatic circles, especially in YOM, which we're in, um, it's very much encouraged to just be like, oh, like if it, like search your thoughts. If it wasn't you thinking it, if it wasn't the devil, then it was God, and just share that with like whoever, like you feel like you need to share that with, whatever the word was, right? Um, and it's so easy to just like put a whole bunch of stuff out there and say it was from God, um, and not actually know like if it wasn't a God, not to have the reference to take the time to be like, maybe this was from God, maybe this wasn't from God, right? And so it like these words always remind me like is this thing I'm sharing with this person from the God of the universe? And if it's not, and I'm speaking a falsehood that wasn't from God, even if the thing is still encouraging, if I'm speaking something that I'm saying is on behalf of God to someone from God, I technically am guilty of the same thing that these prophets were um, in a little bit different of an account because I'm not, um, I don't have the position of prophet, but the action is very similar still where someone believes I'm hearing from God because I have the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit and I'm telling them what it is. Um, of course, the situations are different, mm-hmm. but the action is very similar to me. And so I'm just much more wary of, I like, I don't want to be guilty of the same thing that these prophets were right. in the sight of God. Right. And I, and I just want to add some, like, just to soften this a little bit, not to neglect what the scriptures are saying at all, but just to bring in another, uh, I guess, encouragement in this. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that there is, like, God has, like, a thousand, like, his thoughts towards us outnumber the, the grain of sand yeah. on the seashore, mm-hmm. right? So if you're going to say, like, hey, I want to encourage this person and say, like, man, God sees you as so valuable and so needed in his, in his, in his like, plan because mm-hmm. he created you and you have a purpose. Like, that's not, that's not false prophecy. Yeah, that's true. You know, because that that's a true God, statement that God has about that person. Right. So we're not saying don't encourage people. Like, there's, like, so many, you can say, like, hey, God thinks of you as, like, 
super awesome and he thinks mm-hmm. you're valuable and he loves you and there's a yep. reason you exist and he yep. cares about you. That's true. Yep. You know, there, there, God has That's a scripture. lot of positive thoughts for his people. Mm-hmm. And so you can do that and encourage people and confidently say, this is what God thinks because yeah. you have scripture that backs it up, right? Yeah. And so as far as encouragement goes, we're not saying that's all wrong. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like, I feel like God's telling me to say this person is like, um, that God sees them and they're valuable. And, and then you're like, oh, but maybe I won't tell them because maybe it's not God. That's not what we're right. doing, right? Right, right, right. If it's a positive, encouraging thought that's not going to lead them away from God, mm-hmm. I would say you're more or less, you yeah. have the biblical... That's in the Bible. Yeah, you have the biblical permission to, yeah. to say it. That's what prophecy would be. It's a message from God to somebody else right. through you, right? You're, just, yeah. you're literally just like reading, not verbatim, but scripture to someone by telling them it. Yeah. And so that would be good. What would be bad is to say, God told me Trump's going to be president. Right. <laughs> And then he's not. And then he's not. And we're not. Whoa. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big deal. Yeah. And I would hope and I would want to believe this, but I don't know how much mm-hmm. I can say this confidently. I really want to believe these people who did that genuinely thought they heard from God. Yeah. Because if they didn't, that means they're intentionally manipulative. Yeah. And I don't want to think they're intentionally manipulative because a lot of these ministries, at least well, one in particular I'm thinking of, not maybe a lot, but one specific ministry I'm thinking of a lot of our friends like, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends back home like. I've been blessed by some of the, the things they've produced, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just, and I, but one of their pastors came out and said, hey, this, I said, but he actually apologized. So that was good. Yeah. He said, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. Which is fine. Uh, but I'm like, at one point, I'm like, okay, but now what do we do with this? Like, yeah. you claim profit and then you said this and it was wrong. And so now I'm like, I feel like there's like a, like a spiritual trust broken. In yeah, a way. absolutely. And so now I'm like, I guess it's a question like reevaluate like okay what do we do now with right with these people right because I don't want, I don't want to discredit them completely and say they're so terrible and mm-hmm. no one should listen to you again mm-hmm. but there is an aspect of like well how what do we do right and it's important to talk about what do we do because mm-hmm. like I w- I want to say these these different people. We could take them situation by situation. Mm-hmm. But most of them, I would say, I'd like to say, are Christians who love God and are going to heaven and are brothers and sisters in yeah. Christ. But they made a huge, not like the worst mistake, you know, it wasn't like a sex scandal. Right. But it is a pretty big deal. Pretty big deal to it's misrepresent a, God. Yeah, if you're saying God said and God didn't say, it's kind of, well, one, it's like, uh, you lied. Yeah. But you heck, were, man. But you were like, but maybe you were genuinely, you genuinely thought this was God. Yeah. So I think, wait, if you genuinely thought this was God and you were wrong, mm-hmm. then what spirit are you listening to? Or yeah. are you listening to yourself? And I, just, and I have like these major like thoughts where I'm like, oh man, this is a big deal. And I don't, yeah, I don't know if I necessarily have all the answers. Yeah. I definitely don't think we have all the answers. Um, I mean, wow. I mean, my mind just works so much differently than I think people that are in that kind of position and influence. I would never put something on the internet that was that <laughs> abstract and me saying God told me this is going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just don't think I hear from God like that. And maybe yeah. maybe some people do, but like, I've never had God tell me like, this person's going to win this thing or something on like that massive a scale like this country is going to fall or like right. this king is going to invade this place and take over this people or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's never happened to me. And... 
maybe it's happened to other people. I'm sure God has told some people things like that. I'm but, like in the Bible, Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, but if 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 all of the, like the people who claim to hear from God, the major people in charismatic circles, all prophesied the same thing, and they're all wrong, yeah, then who are who are they listening to? You know what yeah. I mean? And, and yeah, and then I think to myself, are like, they are they really hearing from God, or is it an emotional reaction to what they're seeing online? They should read Lauren Cunningham's book. Is that really you guys? <laughs> Shameless plug. Uh, we re- every YWAM reads that book. It's <laughs> but, a good book, yeah. It's a good book. I liked it. Um, but yeah, like, what? And I think, like, I just, I would want to warn people to li- when they're listening to their sermons mm-hmm. to think, like, hey, just so you know, this person kind of messed up pretty badly in the realm of prophecy. Mm-hmm. And now maybe basic encouragement, I'd take it from them, but as far, I will probably never listen to them when it comes to how to prophesy. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd be like, Okay, no, that's like, I don't know, that's like some, like a carpenter, like you taking lessons from a carpenter yeah. who built a house and it collapsed. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, that's like, oh, you want to come to my school and learn how to build a house? No, yours collapsed. Right. I'm going to go over here where they... Right. Like you don't get to build buildings again. Yeah. Like if you build... Like, like your license is revoked in a way. Yeah. If you build like a giant tower and that tower like crashes and kills a million people, like... You don't get to build buildings people go in anymore. It's just not mm-hmm. something you get to do because yeah. you failed the one thing you're supposed to do that killed a ton of people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And okay. in, in the same way, you didn't kill anybody, maybe, with prophesying that Trump was going to win. <laughs> but your main job was to – not main job. One of the main jobs you claimed was to prophesy over the nation, and your prophecy over the nation was wrong. Yeah. And it's not like a bet. Like you didn't like hedge a wrong <laughs> bet or something like that. Like you're not like some gambler. And like, oops, I got it wrong this time. Like, let's hope, let, hope the next time, like the charts go my way or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you like you said God said something and then you were wrong. Like, it's a little bit bigger of a deal, you know? What yeah, I mean? it's a, it's more of a solid line rather than mm-hmm. like a, a blurred gray area. Yeah, and okay, so like, and think about it in this perspective, right? Like, say you're an ambassador for America to the Middle East, mm-hmm. right? And maybe like not the whole uh, like the country where the most war, Afghanistan were there a lot. You're Okay, you're an ambassador to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And let's say you tell the prime minister there, whoever's the leader or whatever you call mm-hmm. them there, hey, our country's not going to attack you guys. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, cool. We believe you. We're not going to be attacked. And they live with And then America drops bombs on them. Yeah. Like, they're going to be like, yo, you lied. Like, Whoa, you, you, you said s- you weren't going to attack us. You spoke on behalf of your nation and you were wrong. Yeah. And like, now we have a big problem and people were hurt. Yeah. And and so and now it's like you're speaking on behalf of the creator of the universe. Yeah. And you were wrong. And now yeah. people's spirituality is hurt. You think Afghanistan is going to trust you anymore? I right. said that. Like you don't get to just go back to your job of speaking you don't for America. Like, I'm sorry. I guess I read the tweet wrong. I don't. <laughs> I read it. Because these people aren't going to trust you anymore. Right. You know what I mean? It's the same thing for these prophets. Yeah. Like, they don't get to prophesy on behalf of God anymore. At least publicly. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people they can regain their trust. In like that they hear from God and stuff like that and can get that position back in their individual lives mm-hmm. but I don't think you can ever come back I mean not that I think anybody should have this stage but like I don't think they can be trusted really for prophecy right. anymore like if they ever say God told me this I'm immediately gonna like probably turn them off I don't even care what they have to say yeah they could say Ethan God told me that you're gonna get a million dollars I'm like I don't care I, don't. I, I just add them just, with their tweet about Trump every time I, said, I have a screenshot you delete I got a screenshot <laughs> I don't have a screenshot. Yeah, yeah. I could find one. But yeah, that's like, this is serious stuff. Like, 
I'm not gonna name drop. I don't want to dishonor anyone. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like if just you gotta evaluate it and think like, cause mm-hmm. it's a serious concern. Like, okay, maybe I don't listen to this person anymore. Yeah. You know, and it's like I feel so bad because I'm like all these like millions of people put their trust in this person mm-hmm. to declare the will of God for their lives. Yeah. And they're gonna speak and they out. shouldn't. And now, yeah, they shouldn't now. Now it's like, yo, you should like they should never. unsubscribe. Don't get that newsletter. Mm-hmm. Don't support their ministry. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and people are like, Ethan, that's a little bit extreme. But I'm like, what's more extreme is speaking on behalf of God and, and being, being wrong. wrong. That's yeah, it's a big deal. Like I, I don't know, I don't think I'm overstepping any boundaries by saying they should not necessarily have as much influence in ministry at all. No, yeah, I don't think they can do. They're totally useless. Yeah, you know, they can maybe like maybe they have a great teaching ministry yeah. or like some outreaches that they do those are awesome yeah keep those up but don't tell me you're gonna just prophesy this and this i'm like i don't trust you anymore right and i yeah and so right i would say like the the clearest lesson to take from like this fiasco that's happened of all these prophets being wrong is just affirming i think the biblical fact that there is no office of prophet mm-hmm. and that human beings are wrong mm-hmm. that maybe these people can hear from god but that they didn't this time they yeah. shouldn't hold the position of power that they have um, they shouldn't call themselves prophets, and they should just continue the like good ministries that they have, and try to regain the trust of the people of whose trust they lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not try to retake the position of power they had of, right. of trying to pretend to be a prophet for God, um, and just realize like maybe God can work through me in prophecy when He wants to, but I'm not a prophet of God, and people shouldn't see yeah. me as that. Yeah, and I think also like. And we're not saying that we should be angry. Like we, I guess, well, maybe in some regard you should be angry because mm-hmm. it's it's a big deal. Yeah. But we're not saying, like, we're, like, offended. I'm not offended at them, but, like, what I'm saying is, like, we still want to bring forgiveness and grace to them. Yeah. You know, there are Christians, there are Christians and their brothers and sisters in Christ, and we want to restore them. The Bible mm-hmm. says if a brother sins and goes astray, lead him back, and you've covered a multitude of sins mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so there's an aspect where it's like, hey, like, you're not excommunicated from the church, and we're not saying that you're going to hell at all. Yeah. But we're just saying, hey, dude, you kind of made a big mistake, and we yeah. want to, like, for your safety, for your benefit, like, bring you back from the ministry and, and maybe, have, maybe have some time prophecy, mm-hmm. or not prophecy, uh, processing and, and whatnot and rethinking and understanding. Mm-hmm. And then you should apologize to people, which one of them did, which I really appreciate. One yeah. said, hey, like, I got this wrong. I'm sorry, and I didn't. And that's, I respect that. Yeah. But there's an idea where it's like, Okay, you're still for you're forgiven. You're our brother and sister in Christ, but we're just gonna remove this ability from you. Yeah. You know, and stripping authority is not unforgiveness. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we're called to like care for one another. So I think it's, it'd be less caring yeah. to just let them continue mm-hmm. because it's gonna damage them and others around them. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? No. Uh, re- if you if you found out any of these, if you listened to any of those people who did that, reconsider. Yeah. Yeah. So in conclusion, um, I would say we both don't believe that the office of prophet, such as given in the Old Testament to people like Moses, um, is something that's given today. We do believe that the Holy Spirit can speak to us, um, what God has to say to us, both um, through the Spirit and through his word, um, Mm -hmm. and uh, in the same sometimes. Um, And that that is the way that prophecy is done now. We believe that prophecy is a message from a deity, God, um, the one and only God we believe, um, to a messenger, us, to someone else, right? And that is usually something that's an encouragement from God, could be a rebuke from God, and is sometimes foretelling from God. And there's right? always the gospel. Yeah, and there's always yeah. the gospel, and it is always biblically accurate 
when given to a person. If it's not biblically accurate, then it's not from God, and you gotta recheck what you're trying to, what spirit you're trying to hear from, or whatever you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would say also, if you're gonna try to operate in this, like there, like Paul says, hey, desire the greater gifts, which is mm-hmm. prophecy. He says mm-hmm. you should desire to prophesy. Um, mm-hmm. Just desire it in the fear of the Lord. Yeah. And let. I would say don't rush into it. Like I want to prophesy, yeah. and I'm gonna get it because I desire. Be like, yo, like if this is a serious thing God wants me to do, mm-hmm. let me work at it. Like really make sure I'm, I'm understanding what it means biblically yeah. and make like formulate a solid belief around it. You don't have to necessarily agree with us. Maybe you read the Bible and you see it differently. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. But like take it seriously. Yeah. You know, because God takes it seriously. Absolutely. And He's gonna bless it if your heart's in the right place. He's gonna like help you. He's not yeah. like mad at you for trying he says desire it mm-hmm. so if you pursue the good the gifts god's gonna honor that and just do it with a pure heart yeah so absolutely well y'all we, we have tiktok actually this time Woo. you can follow us at tiktok uh the same handles we have for our instagram things down here in church podcast or mm-hmm. the acronym which i always Pod- forget t y d h c yeah t y d yep yeah pod <laughs> or something like that on tiktok and on instagram and on youtube and on twitter and we got a patreon and we got a patreon and you can support us at anchor as well if you'd like to from our podcast all those kind of things all the money goes to reaching people with our the wallets gospel. right <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's all right <laughs> no we don't we don't keep any of the money it all goes to reaching people for the gospel um so if you'd like to support us that's the way if you'd like more entertainment we have clips we have special videos and stuff like that up on TikTok and on Instagram. We love to have conversations, do polls, stuff like that mm-hmm. on Instagram and TikTok as well. Do at our videos, all that kind of stuff. We love to have conversations with you and debates and see different points of views and be wrong and be right. So we'd love to interact with y'all. Come check us out. <laughs> <laughs>